0: Demrack, the box officer, welcome back. How
1: are you? I'm doing great. Okay, the first movie we're going to talk about is Mank. Now, this is based in the 1930s Hollywood. Now, it's based on a story about. Herman J. Mankiewicz. And you may be saying, who's Herman J. Mankiewicz? Well, he actually was the co-writer of Citizen Kane, okay? Oh. Now, he was a womanizer, an alcoholic, and uh, not quite good of a husband, okay? But he was <laughs> he's probably one of the best, most famous script doctors in Hollywood history, okay? Now, there's whole controversy about Citizen Kane. Now, everyone says Citizen Kane's the greatest movie ever made, okay? Now, Orson Welles says he wrote it, Mankiewicz says that he wrote it. And do you realize that? that citizen Kane only won one Oscar the year that it came out
0: What Oh really And that
1: was yes and that was for screenplay <laughs> <laughs> So this is an, a, um, a Netflix movie okay shot in black and white beautifully shot. I mean, a cinematography, let me tell you, Oscar, 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 mm-hmm. black and white film. Now they shot it in 8K, which is a high definition. Okay. But they made it look like it was actually filmed. They put scratches in there. They put uh, burn marks. They put, even in which you watch the movie and they, cause I don't know if you know this, that when they used to have real changes in the movie theater, they used to have this little black spot in the corners. Right, cause that was when the one the films actually changed the reels. Okay. And I used to notice them all the time. Now they even put those in there. So if you look at this film, other than it was uh, shot in scope, you would say, oh, my gosh, this was actually a 1930s film. It's not. It's current. They made it look that way. Great technical film. Mm. Um, overall, though, I think that the movie, the acting is superb. It got nominated for six Golden Globes. Um, Gary Oldman actually will win the Golden Globe because it's split categories. Will they win the Oscar? I'm not quite sure. Uh, Amanda Seyfried, she's actually uh, in the film. She got nominated. Um, I think she will get uh, uh, the Golden Globe. I don't think she'll win the Oscar. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the, the movie deals with who really wrote Citizen Citizen Kane, and also the political influence in that time that Hollywood had on voters <laughs> sounds familiar today, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how the social got – So it is. A, it's it's a great film. I I enjoyed it. David Fincher, um, great director, directs it. He wanted to do this. Now, this is the interesting thing. It's a it's written by his late father, Jack Fincher. Okay, <gasps> who who really wrote the script, Mel? <laughs> make a wish or <laughs> orson <Fincher. laughs> or, or, or wells that's all i gotta say overall it's a joint but if you're gonna watch this movie watch citizen kane first you'll learn so much more what's going on in this movie but i give this actually three and a half slates out of five um, i think you're gonna get all kinds of oscar buzz on it but um, I don't think it'll win Best Picture, but you never know, Mel. Because th- this is the thing—it's it's about, it's about Hollywood. People—the voting members—are Hollywood people. They <laughs> like these stories, so who knows? We'll see what happens. Okay.
0: Is there any of um, actual resolution at the end of the film? Did you feel like you knew for sure who wrote? Citizen Kane.
1: Well, based on the screenplay, yes, and okay. I don't want to give it a. I don't okay. want to give it away. Yes, Understood. for sure. They're definitely you know one sided in in this, but I uh, don't want to give it up. No so.
0: problem at all. I just kind of wanted to know yeah. whether it was going to be one of those you're throwing your hands up in the air at the end, going, I still don't know. So thank you. That's a good little no. Make tidbit. it very
1: clear. Make it very. Clear. But. See Citizen Kane first, you'll okay. understand the film much better. Okay.
0: Awesome.
1: Next, we also have a black and white film, Malcolm and Marie, also on Netflix. Okay, this came out on February 5th, streaming. Now, Mel, let's get started. Okay. okay. It's a black and white film. Okay. <laughs> Same as Mank. Uh-huh. But this film does not hold up to what Mank did. Okay. That's now, too bad. this movie... I had first looked at it, first of all, I thought it was Malcolm. I was like, oh, it's a movie about Malcolm. No, it's not. It's about a director and his girlfriend's relationship after his film premieres in Hollywood, and they go back to their plush home that a producer put them up in to live in because they have to keep the image in Hollywood. Right. Okay, so... They actually go back and um, to the house, and it's John David Washington and Zedaya. She's actually from Oakland. She's a fantastic, beautiful actress. Nice. And um, just the two of them in a house. Netflix <laughs> spent $2.5 million shooting this movie. Now, Netflix, you should have given some of that money to a stimulus program because <laughs> you wasted your money on this one. Let me tell you. Uh, Isaiah is really good in the film. I think it's her picture. And what happens is they come back, and it's kind of a cliche thing. She's upset. You don't know why she's upset. Then you find out that he didn't thank her when she, he thanked everybody else. Uh-oh. And the story that he – the movie that he made is based on her life and blah, 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 blah. And they're arguing and they're fighting and then they sleep together and then they're happy and then they're fighting and they're happy. <laughs> if you want, it would have been a great short film. I think 25 minutes, 25 to 30 minutes, you understood what was going on with this couple. Okay. And it never leaves the house. I mean, they go outside one time to you know a couple times they have a cigarette, mm. and they come back in and they fight again, and then they have, then yeah. you know they sleep together and then fight, and it's just like you're just going, really, this is really what it is. I mean, I I give this, I'll push it to two and a half because cinematography was great, and I think uh, the Danish performance was really good, but I, you know I'm really leaning to two to two and a half slates on this one just because it is. Wow. But one location is tough. To me this was really a play. Yeah, it that's felt what like I'm a thinking. play. It didn't move. It didn't bring you in. And I didn't care about either character. The, the guy, the director, he was such a jerk. Mm. And you know, from the opening scene and you're just going, okay, egotistical person. You mm-hmm. know, I don't care about you. And then he treats his girlfriend so bad and then it's like you know, the relationship is not his fault and it's just Ugh. like, all right, enough, enough, enough.
0: Yeah, that does not sound fun at all. So, if it could have been wrapped up in twenty-five minutes as a short film, does this deserving of one of our sloth scales—one to five sloths?
1: Oh yes, I mean it, it's it's a it's a it's a one sloth. Oh, I mean no, it just goes bad. on and on and on and on. Um, it's 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 slow, very slow, okay. and it's like you don't care about these people. That's the problem. If mm-hmm. you have two people that you really care about, you can sit through two hours of of them arguing and fighting. Well, not quite two hours.
0: When you care about them, you can clearly take a side. But if they're both kind of sucky, then you're just like, why is this my life? What is happening here? (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean, we all have enough problems in our relationships. You don't want to yeah. watch these two people have problems. You know? It's like really <laughs> seriously for an hour and forty six minutes. You're just going, oh, give it. I didn't see anything different after after twenty twenty five thirty minutes. There was nothing different. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Other than walking up and trying to get you know a, a drink.
0: As a film critic, do you have to finish every film?
1: Um, you, you, you'd want to. Okay, um, you do. You, you, you want it that you want to see cuz in case there's something and there was something towards the end that kind of shocked it but it was like it still it was like it didn't it didn't work but and that's the thing is and i know they're gonna they're gonna say that this movie was best because he's waiting to hear you know how his reviews are from the critics so that's Mm -hmm. the whole thing the tension's building and i'm like going look we're gonna see you know you're gonna wake up in the morning because you know i'm old school waiting for the reviews you know but no when they come online right like instantly you know an hour after and uh so anyways he he starts getting banned by his film, gets banned. And that's why he's just so angry with filmmaker, you know, oh. critics and this and that. And, and it ha- to me, it has nothing to do. I mean, if people can agree with me, love me, hate me, I don't care. I'll give you my p- opinion about the movie. You know, it's yeah. just like, that's the movie. And this one just didn't work. That's so too bad. You know, $2.5 million. I'm going, oh. how? One location, two actors? Oh, go my on God. That's the salaries, I guess. That's-
0: That's like almost as big of a mystery as where did the seven million the weekend spent on the (laughs) halftime show go?
1: Right, exactly.
0: (laughs) Come on Okay, Derek, so you know what's so funny to me, Derek, is, before I let you go, um, there are certain movie lines that are just so iconic, and they work with all different kinds of scenarios. I'll give you an example. I'm watching Call of the Wild with Harrison Ford, and at some point I uttered the words, Bye, Felicia! (laughs) i'm watching the avenger movies i'm getting caught up on those since i have disney plus and i've never really seen them in chronological order i swore i said bye felicia (laughs) at least three times so it's just so funny to me how movie lines can like transfer into so many different genres and just be such a part of pulp culture so i think bye felicia is probably my most quoted line (laughs)
1: Oh, really? Okay. Well, why don't we quote you on it? Let's try to get you in quotes. I'm going to give you three easy ones and see okay. if you can get them, Mel. All right. Okay? I'm the king of the world.
0: Well, duh, Titanic.
1: Okay, <laughs> Do you good. you want the character You're name good. too? <laughs> no. <laughs> I said I'm going to make it easy for you. they am going to make it easy for, okay. for you. <laughs> There's no place like home.
0: The Wizard of Oz.
1: Oh, my gosh, Mel, you are good. Yikes.
0: don't jinx me. You still have one more,
1: right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm going to give you a little more difficult one here. Okay. A little cut. All right, this one is fun. This is one of my funnest films. Actually, I interviewed Penny Marshall on this one. There's no crying in baseball.
0: Hello, a league of their own. <laughs> oh,
1: you're too good. You're too good, Mel. So you let's are have our listeners good. perhaps
0: uh, share with us their favorite uh, line, like a movie line that they're constantly quoting. They can do that on the Box Officer Podcast Facebook page. Yay!
1: Yes, <laughs> That sounds good, yeah. And then maybe we can talk about a couple of the movies that we come up with, see what we think of them. I so. love
0: it. That's a great idea. <laughs> That's our assignment for next week, then. Thanks, Derek. Uh,
1: you're, you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> the <Sandlot>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, Mel. Bye! <laughs>